0: The Anchored City Podcast is recorded in Anchorage, Alaska, on the traditional lands of the denaina Athabascan people.
1: I have heard the oldest stories that the wisest man ever told. And I cast aside My worries And just went Digging For gold And I will scale The highest mountains Looking for the Bluest blue But of all the roads I'll ever walk I just
0: Welcome to the special Between the Seasons episode of the Anchored City Podcast, where we're connecting with Anchorage's soul through her history, stories, and people. I'm your host, Joel Kiekenfeld. The CBS reality TV show The Amazing Race has had an amazing run. For the first four seasons, the show flirted with cancellation. However, earlier this year, it was renewed for its 35th season. The race has been nominated for 168 Primetime Emmy Awards, winning 44 of them. Back during the 2007-2008 TV season, The Amazing Race 12 crisscrossed the globe as the show does. It started in the U.S., then traveled to Ireland, the Netherlands, Burkina Faso, Lithuania, Croatia, Italy, India, Japan, Taiwan, and back to the United States. For that final leg, the remaining teams touched down in Alaska. More specifically, the teams arrived in Anchorage. After a stop at 6th Avenue Outfitters, the teams found themselves at the Ship Creek boat launch for the final detour of the season. Host Phil Cogan described the activities as two tasks commonly performed by Alaska's fishermen. The detour was titled, Cut the Cod or Grab the Crab. Contestants could choose between cutting into several 50-pound lingcod in search of a tiny clue or jumping into the hold of a boat filled with 500 crabs looking for one marked with Amazing Race colors. As my family and I watched that episode, we laughed a lot. The Amazing Race traveling to Anchorage and going to a boat launch that most residents don't even know exists to cut up cod and wade through crab, two species the city is not known for, was all a bit comical. My daughters, at the time 10, 8, and 6, enjoyed picking out how ridiculous it all was. If for some reason you want to see the spot where the final episode of The Amazing Race 12 set up that detour, you'll have to go on a mini-amazing journey of your own. You must go to the north edge of downtown, drive downhill on Christensen Drive towards the railroad station, then turn left onto North Sea Street, cross the bridge over Ship Creek, and then turn left on Ship Creek Boat Launch Road. After driving over some railroad tracks and by shipping containers stacked five high, and then back across another bridge over Ship Creek, you'll arrive at a rundown parking lot and boat launch at the end of the road. There's no sign saying the amazing race was here or any such thing, but there is another monument, and we'll talk more about that later.
1: That I have yet to cross. I've dreamed of faraway places Where imagination just gets lost And I would search the wide world over For one proverb that is true But of all the roads I'll ever walk I just...
0: Last summer, I was on a bit of an amazing race of my own. I was walking across England with my wife and another couple. One night, we were having dinner in a pub called the Three Tons in the town of Osmotherley on the western edge of the North York Moors National Park. On the wall was a mural depicting the British explorer James Cook. The caption by the painting read, James Cook, born in Martin, Cleveland, October 27, 1782. I sensed something was wrong right away but it needed to be decoded. During the Amazing Race's visit to Anchorage, the teams also needed to decode a clue about Cook. After the Ship Creek boat launch, the teams continued in the area, making stops at 20 Mile River, 20 Mile Glacier, Merrill Field, and Goose Lake. At Goose Lake, the racers received a clue to go to a Cook's Eye view of the Sleeping Lady. With that clue, the teams were being directed to the most famous statue in downtown Anchorage, the Captain Cook statue at Resolution Point, on 11th Street between 3rd and 4th Avenue. We discussed Cook and the statue in season one, episode five, and you should check that out, but here's a thumbnail sketch. The Captain Cook monument, which is a statue of Englishman James Cook, was a gift to the city of Anchorage from British Petroleum back in 1976, to commemorate the Bicentennial of the United States. Cook departed England July 4, 1776, a date that's important for Americans, to search for the Northwest Passage. He arrived in the Anchorage area two years later. While in the Cook Inlet area, which is named after him, he and his crew laid claim to the land by planting a flag and bearing documents in a bottle at Point Possession near Nikiski, did some trading, shot a dog to show the power of their firearms, which stopped a possible battle with spear-wielding Denina, and they made a few maps and notes about the area, its wildlife, and its people. After 10 days, Captain Cook, his men, and the ships left. Later, during that same voyage, Cook is killed in Hawaii. There's a painting depicting his death in the basement of the Captain Cook Hotel. If you're paying close attention, you might have already figured out what was wrong with that tribute to Captain Cook on that wall of the pub in England. Cook had been dead for three years in 1782. He could not have been born in October of that year. The muralist had transposed the number in Cook's birthdate. He was born in 1728. Speaking of tributes, while there's no memorial to the visit of the Amazing Race to Anchorage back in 2008, for nearly 50 years the Captain Cook statue has commemorated this British explorer's inconsequential visit to Cook Inlet. The Amazing Race 12 took a total of 21 days, making the amount of time spent in Anchorage certainly less than Cook's. Perhaps this should have hung around for a few days longer so that we could have a statue of Phil Kogan in downtown.
1: All the strength I gathered. And with all those lessons learned, with the crazy long life that I lived already, and the skies I earned, I still can't see. The loving you just once was worth it, even if I, I can't tell.
0: If you visit the Ship Creek boat launch, you'll quickly notice that it has the ramshackle vibe of a place that was once busy, but is now largely forgotten. Though you can see the high-rise buildings of downtown on one side and the busy port on the other, the boat launch in between feels a bit like a ghost town. While paid to park parking spaces remain, on the most recent day I traveled down to the boat launch, there were two other people, and not one other car. Public restrooms sit locked and disused. Signs are faded and haggard. The only area that is newer and nicer is a walkway to the right of the boat launch, which boasts a huge anchor and a statue. While the Ship Creek boat launch does not have a memorial to the visit of the amazing race, it does have a memorial. Erected in 2018, this statue took more than 10 years to find its place and began standing 42 years after the Captain Cook statue. The existence of the statue at the port stemmed from a need for cultural mitigation related to a proposed bridge between Anchorage and the Point Mackenzie area known as the Kinnick Arm Crossing. There was also a proposed port expansion. The bridge has not been built, and the port expansion was scrapped. However, according to news reports, the United States Maritime Administration kept a promise to fund art honoring the native village of Oklutna. The art they funded is the statue at the Ship Creek boat launch, depicting Grandma Olga. An Anchorage Daily News article, written a month after the statue was installed, described it this way. The woman holds dried fish, her face is textured. She wears traditional Denina dress, hemmed with quills, and stands before a rack hung with fish skins. At her feet, fish, silhouetted in the concrete, swim into a partly submerged fish trap. The art installation was more than a decade in the making. The piece marks the spot of a traditional Dena'ina fish camp at the mouth of Ship Creek. It is a commemoration of the native village of Aklutna and the cultural history and a rare example of outdoor art in the Anchorage area that reflects Alaska Native culture. The real Grandma Olga, from Copper Center, the daughter of a medicine man, married Chief Simeon Issa, who was the last recognized chief of the Upper Cook Inlet area around 1896. The couple settled in Aklutna. Chief Simeon died in 1935, and Grandma Olga continued on as an important elder. In 1945, it was reported that she was living in Matanuska and very old. It was another Olga, however, that owned the fish camp. As a matrilineal society, the ownership of land was given to female members of the clan, Olga Nikita and her sisters Annie Stefan and Mary Yakasov owned the land. While the Captain Cook statue sits in a prominent place downtown, the location of Grandma Olga has more significance. Cook's statue marks a less than two-week visit to the area, but Grandma Olga rests on land that the Dena'ina have lived on for over a thousand years, and indigenous peoples have inhabited for over 8,000 years. The mouth of Ship Creek was an important cultural location for the Denina. In the summer, it served as a fish camp for people from the Anchorage Bowl and as far away as Kenai and Copper Center. The location was perfect for harvesting stickleback, hooligan, and salmon. It also served as a gathering place for the Denina. After outside settlers poured into Anchorage, the area of the fish camp continued to function. An interpretive sign near the statue notes that the last great potlatch happened in 1929. The area continued to be a fish camp until World War II, when the Army took over control of the site. In a cruel twist, the giant anchor that sits near the Grandma Olga statue was placed there by the United States Navy. Aaron Leggett, the president of the native village of Aklutna, noted, "...the sculpture of the woman and the fish camp stand as a pointed counter to the statue of Captain James Cook, the namesake of Cook Inlet, whose statue prominently overlooks the Alaska Railroad headquarters." Members of the tribe wondered why the community built a statue for an explorer who sailed up to the inlet, but never walked on the mainland. Leggett's comment frames well this tale of two statues, one marking a history that goes back thousands of years, and another that marks a foreigner's visit that was shorter than many people's vacations in Alaska. One is prominently displayed. The other is nearly hidden from view, positioned next to a monument to the force that took their land away the Grandma Olga statue remains largely unknown. For more on the Captain Cook statue and the indigenous history of Anchorage, please listen to Season 1, Episodes 5, 6, and 6B of this podcast. Until next time, I'm Joel Keekenfold. Be good out there. The Anchored City Podcast is grateful for a grant from Resonate Global Mission and a partnership with Street Psalms, both of which contribute to making this podcast possible. And we're grateful for you, our listeners. If you are grateful for what you are hearing, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and recommend us to your friends. You can support this podcast by selecting the Anchorage Urban Training Collaborative at smile.amazon.com when you shop at Amazon so that when you make a purchase, Amazon donates to us. Resources used to make this episode can be found in the show details. The Anchored City Podcast is a production of the Anchorage Urban Training Collaborative. The mission of the collaborative is to train the heads, hands, and hearts of urban leaders to love their city and seek its peace. When we say peace, we mean the desire to see a world where all things are the way they're supposed to be for all people. Find us online at anchorageutc.org or on social media at Anchorage UTC. Our theme music is by Anchorage's own Monica Ledner.